9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Go Plug Yourself podcast. This week, Sarah and I are super happy to present an episode that we just recorded with Rob from the Montreal Pinball Arcade, located in NDG, just a few short blocks away from the Vondo Metro. It's a vintage style arcade uh, that specializes in pinball and arcade machines from the 80s and 90s. It's amazing. Uh, We sit down with Rob to talk about uh, arcade culture, the 80s, the 90s, hot rods, pinball machines, uh, and a whole lot more. Uh, If you want more information, just look up Montreal Pinball Arcade on Facebook. They have free play nights Fridays and Sundays, $15 free play. Uh, And also, if you are looking to, if you have a pinball machine that needs fixing or you're looking to buy a pinball machine, go to pinballmedics.ca where Rob and a couple other amazing people uh, can actually get your pinball machine back in working order. It's awesome. Uh, So sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and go plug yourself. Two, one, hit it. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's time for another go plug yourself podcast. Uh, hey Sarah. Hey. What's going on? I don't know. You, you don't know. Me. You have like a huge smile on your face, and I know why. Is it because we're sitting around a bunch of pinball machines? Yes, it's because we're sitting around a bunch of old pinball machines. That uh, no one could see. That no one can see. Uh, if you hear like cling, cling or whatever in the background, that's uh, that's the sound of pinball machines, which are, I mean, we're here with Rob from the Montreal Pinball Arcade. Uh, I would say kind of having a moment in the last four or five years. Is that accurate? Like there's a bit of a resurgence yeah. Yeah. It's it's been more than that, but I started like I, five years. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's been more than that for like as I remember, my like I think first exposure to like real first exposure to pinball was specifically I don't remember which truck stop, but it was a truck stop somewhere between Montreal and Toronto, and they had like a rack of pinball machines. So whenever we drove that drive, pretty frequently, and I remember there were arcade cabinets, which I was into. I love video games, but pinball when I was a kid, this would be like late '80s, early '90s. Were still like, not to say rare, but like they had mostly they were video game cabinets. But like, and there'd be a few pinball machines at a given arcade in that era. And I was like, "What is pinball?" And my dad used to play when he was a kid, so he showed me what's up with the pinball machines. Then, as like the arcades in the '90s kind of pushed the uh, pinball machines towards the back, and eventually kind of pushed them out. And then arcades kind of went away. I think when video games home <laughs> video games got more <laughs> popular, arcades went away entirely. And then some point, pinball, I think people started to, like, get, back, it, get back into it, I think. Because it's the one thing you, like, you look at a video game at home, they're, like, as good as they are in the arcades now, essentially. Other than maybe a racing cabinet or something. But, like, graphics-wise, you're looking at a fighting game, looks the same. But you can't, not say can't, but every pinball machine, you can't have a bunch of those at home no matter how... Maybe you can. <laughs> I don't <know>. No, I <laughs> can't. My house is not average, that big. The <laughs> average person. The average person, if they're like really lucky, <laughs> has room for one, maybe. So it's really, I think, like an arcade-only yeah. experience. Like I, I don't know many people who could have multiple cabinets. Or so. just throw away your office and we can finally yeah, yeah, get, get rid ours. Of exactly. We'll just get rid of our office and our guest room. So you're saying four or five years you've been in it. But like I think I've noticed it maybe more than five years probably. But well, maybe last eight or nine. I was yeah. going to say, like, you, you did a thing... At 
the the pinball other pinball place that yeah. we won't say the name right montreal yeah <laughs> well the that's okay no but it was before you know yeah yeah, yeah i did it. i did part of my bachelor we did, party we, did, we went like bar hopping for my bachelor party and part of part of the stretch one of the bars we went to was the uh was north star yeah so they that were was and we've been married eight years so yeah, yeah they were there first yeah yeah, yeah. So that's it so like uh, that was at least eight years ago but they were but this is nothing like this this place no this is like a pro like a real pinball arcade like north, yeah. north star is a bar with a good nice collection of pinball machines but it's like they're putting up a bar this is a pinball arcade this i try to make it like when i used to play back in the yeah, 90s yeah, and yeah. the 80s when i used to walk in the you know that we were playing rock led zeppelin yeah, uh, yeah. rolling stones on the radio mm -hmm. that's what i used to listen to yeah and these are the games we used to play from the from the 80s to the 90s yeah like and like you said in the 90s they yeah. started going out and we yeah. started to play those uh, arcade games yeah yeah but um, this is what we grew up with, so we gravitate to what we what we used to. Mm -hmm. That's why we go back to it all the yeah, time. Exactly. We always keep going back <laughs> to yeah, what no, we, like, literally we like. I, I said they're they're for the millennial lady babies. <laughs> but I was gonna say Sarah I'm a lady I'm, baby. That's Sarah why. and I literally just this weekend bought uh, like a an Atari. Well, bought a throwback <laughs> Atari, like because it like it, that that like plugs in and like has an HDMI port or whatever. But it it's an old has like 130 games loaded yeah. on it. But I was like, oh yeah, and I'm like, you think like you're like yeah, because you played it when you were a little kid. I'm like nobody. Nobody today, unless you played an old school Atari, is like jonesing to play Atari. I'm like, it's two lines and a little block. But <laughs> and if you, you got to sit kid, you're right like, at the TV. Yeah, and you have to sit three feet away from the television. Yeah, it was a big thing back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Playing video games at home was, was huge. So how did you like, so you said it was like when you were, those are the 90s, when you well, were a kid? Like, was we that yeah, we used to hang around. Well, when I first got to pinball, actually, uh, I went to Italy when I was 12 years old. Okay. So my uncle picked me up at the airport. And the first thing we did is he brought me to a bar. <laughs> so he <laughs> went out. What do I do yeah, here? <laughs> he went out and had his his uh, expressos with his buddies, yeah. and he gave me like ten ten dollars in change mm -hmm. to play a, an old pinball machine, and that's yeah. where that's I amazing. first started to play it. And I played it like for a couple of hours. Yeah. And then that's all I wanted to do is play that game, yeah, yeah. play pinball. And then when I got back to Montreal and I got a bit older, like fourteen, mm -hmm. uh, we used to go downtown and yeah. play all these arcades all over the place. Yeah, there was the, like, Pinocchios, I want to say. Pinocchios, yeah, and yeah. there was a whole bunch on uh, the Montreal Arcade. There was a yeah. whole bunch of Crystal Palace and all that on yeah. uh, St. Catherine. Yeah. yeah. There was some underground, too, like at Atwater and yeah, uh, like McGill. The, uh, 2020 back then. Langer? I don't uh, remember the names. Langer, I'm saying of early 2000s, I was in Dawson, and, the, and they were still, like, they were kind of, they were struggling, but a lot of them were still around. Like, Pinocchios was still around. Yeah. Like I said, Crystal Palace. Langer was underneath the... Uh, like under the cross street from Dawson and Alexis Neon, there was the the arcade there. That yes. Got, the bar kind of got bigger and bigger, and the arcade got smaller and smaller until it became a Dollarama or whatever it was. Yeah. So that's <laughs> where we used yeah. to go. We used to go every like we. It was more of a hangout. Yeah. It was fun to play pinball, but really, it's like when you tell your buddy you're gonna meet you at the corner and let's say I meet you at the metro. Yeah. Uh, some metro stop. Yeah. You had to show up. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have any phones. <laughs> we didn't have anything. So it was either you show up respect what you're supposed to do or you miss you miss out on the whole day yeah, yeah and we used to go play pinball play pool and just hang out and just have a good time but that's the thing like this is cool because you can actually hang out and do something instead of just like sitting around and drinking yeah that's so what we do yeah um do you have a, like a favorite one that you always go to um i like metallica metallica metallica, <laughs> metallica and kiss are my favorite ones okay but i uh, i shouldn't say that because i like them all I yeah. like working on them. Yeah. I like playing them. They're all different. Yeah. But, so like, those are the ones that you go to the most? Because I like the music. Yeah, there you go. I like the music, so I enjoy the pinball machine more than the others. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, like I said, I like them all. Like, I'll, I'll just play all of them. 
I'm a little obsessed with Dr. No right now because yeah. I can't play it at <laughs> all. <laughs> I'm really bad. Yeah, we, all, we, we drink a lot at, uh, there's a brewery in Point St. Charles, uh, Four Origins, and they have, they have three machines. They have Iron Maiden, Dr. No, and Godzilla. You yeah. have the new ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. are new ones, like with the full LED screens yes. and, and, yeah, yeah. and everything else like that. And of the three... The guys that work, they say Dr. No is like the most punishing. So, of course, it's the one she's like, I want to do Dr. No. No, but I didn't know that. It's just that it ha it looks more old school. That's well, yeah, why. It's, like it it's Dr. No. So it's like Sean Connery. It has like the beach girl yeah, yeah. on it uh, and yeah. everything else. So. But it just like rem like reminds me of like hanging out with my brother when I was allowed to hang out with him. <laughs> <When you were laughs> allowed That's what they do, these, these pinball machines. Yeah. They, yeah. Bring you, they bring you back in time when we had when was simple yeah yeah like you know i used to leave with five dollars in my pocket ten dollars yeah. at the most and yeah. yeah i was gone for the day i had enough for the day that's i knew amazing. which which pinball machine i had to play which one gave more credits like yeah, we, that's yeah. what we used to master like you figure like out yours like, like yeah you <laughs> figure like out this one's giving free credit so we stick to this one you <laughs> yeah. know that's i'm like this one is giving me pain let yeah. me stick to this one yeah, yeah, no, yeah this one's taking my quarters <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go to the next one. that's it i was gonna say you usually like Arcade machines and pinball machines. Once you get good at yours, you're like, a quarter goes a lot longer, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> you're like, once you figure out... Uh, so, you guys maintain and work on uh, all of them. You restore? Yeah. You restore some? You update some? Like we, we sell. Okay. We buy. We repair. Uh, the, way we, we, the way we do it is Montreal is uh, the repair center. Okay. The okay. repair hub. And Ottawa is the parts department. Okay. So all the parts come out of Ottawa and all the repairs come out of Montreal. Nice. And, uh, and the reason we did that is to, to, to have more time on our hands. Like yeah. if I would be selling parts, I wouldn't be able to work. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're just sitting there running inventory. Yeah, you're running stuff. inventory, filling up orders. So then the work doesn't get done. So for those reasons, for, for now, we have yeah. it separated. But it's, a, it's the same company. Yeah. Cool. So we can both get ahead at the, in the daytime. Yeah. And so in Ottawa, it's like the same concept? Like you also have the machines there and everything? Yep. The same concept, except in Ottawa, it's, uh, there's more pinball machines than here. There's like 33 pinballs. Uh, we got newer style pinballs too there. Mm -hmm. How many do you have here? Mm, there must be like 25 maybe. Okay. It, d it depends on the day. Okay. Like I have I have 60 machines on the two floors, yeah. including arcade games at yeah. all times. But sometimes there's more and sometimes you might have one or two less. Yeah, if you're buying and selling and repairing one and working on the yeah, other. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes I'm full. Like there's like a couple of five, six repairs at once. Mm -hmm. So I got more machines in. Yeah. I was going to say work working on them. You talked about like. Restore, you restore some, put new components. Sometimes you put original components. How do you like? How do you say? Okay, if I'm gonna like, we just talked about like oh new style where you have like a full LED board as opposed to uh, like a rollover analog style board or whatever. Like, how do you make the call of like okay this one I'm gonna update this one I'm gonna it's like keep it as it yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's 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 a habit it's yeah, experience yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. also what the customer wants. Okay, but the newer ones there's not much to do in it. Yeah, I mean you can't really fix. It. It's like a cell phone. Okay, it's, it, it's like it's good for 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 now, and then when it breaks, are you actually gonna spend money on it or buy a new one? Okay. It's gonna cost more to fix it. And that's is that because like the the it's the way they're built. Yeah, they're just it's more the new technology. And so they, they running. So like basically, you try to keep it like as to its original specs at all times. Not really, but uh, the older ones we do. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean, like the old yeah. ones. Like but we 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 do, like we that? do upgrade them though. Okay. Some depends, like I said, the customer what he wants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But basically, in the '80s, they were slow machines compared to the new ones. Okay. The flippers are weak. Everything's weak on it. Yeah. So we try to upgrade it, like put stronger flippers, put uh, more power on the pop bumpers, yeah. and make it more more fast. Yeah. Okay, got it. So it's more interesting, and it's harder to play too. Yeah. Because the ball's moving quicker. Faster. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like it's like, it's like an old, we try to take do it like an old car. You take like a. A 60s car yeah. with a bad suspension and a, you know an old motor and you know you can upgrade it. 
yeah. to something that's drivable. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's so awesome. Okay, yeah. now I understand the difference because I was like, yeah. I thought it was just like screen, no screen. <laughs> no, it's not I just the screen. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a connoisseur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was gonna say like, what about the other like? I'm, I always remember, like, p like certain times, certain pinball machines will like blow your mind with your like, what'll it do? Like sometimes where it'll activate a magnet. And the magnet will, like, mess with the ball or whatever else. Like, are there any, like, what's the, the craziest, I guess, like, pinball mechanism you've ever seen? Because we all know, like, flippers, bumpers, like, whatever else. But, like, magnets always mess me up. Like, if whenever magnets activate in a ball, it blows my mind. Because you're like, how is this even happening? I'm guessing you connect some sort of a... I literally it's just, don't it's even know what It's magnetized. It's powered. Wait, exactly. Magnetized, and then you run current, and then it... Uh, yeah, and it yeah, grabs the ball. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. It's no. I mean, it's just, just nothing. Yeah. No, you've never taken apart a machine and said like, "Oh, what the hell is this?" And like, well, yeah, something that somebody has put done something that's <laughs> not supposed to be there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, so I was gonna say. So it's like a stock machine, no, but maybe a something someone's messed around that's with. That's right. Yes. Yeah, stock <laughs> machines. No, everything's pretty pretty straightforward. I mean, yeah. it's all different. Mm -hmm. Everything works different. Everybody has their own ideas, mm -hmm. but in the end, it comes out to the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just the way they they make you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you know, some places you have to go through three channels to get to what you need to do. Yeah. And some pinballs go through two channels. But yeah, it's 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 all basic stuff. Yeah, because that's what I was always wondering. Is I was like, I can't imagine they're not to say too complicated because they got to be maintained. They got to endure some some abuse. They're they got to be like they were sold at a certain point in time on mass, right? Yeah. So they're not necessarily like we think of them now as these like finicky situations. But I'm like, yo, but at a certain point in time they were loading these up on trucks and sending them all over the country so they're meant to be mass consumed at a certain point so they can't be too too complicated no because obviously if they're making thousands of the same unit they're trying to cut prices so yeah, they're not yeah. going to come yeah. up with something that's ex that's like crazy and you said that some people like mickey mouse it and screw it all around well, like a car okay. same thing like have you seen it what like what's the like what's the pinball equivalent of like really screwing things up inside well the boards okay. first of all it's the boards it's, like it's what, the, what they the do to the whatever bad the workmanship bad solder um, they just weld wires instead of connectors mm -hmm. and stuff is just hanging around <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's so much to mention it's, 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 yeah. it's hard to say unless you work on it yeah, yeah, yeah but there's a lot and how did you how did you where do you transition from trying to put put together 14 years old if you don't i'm not going to age you too much but what year is that in montreal where you're playing in, in pinocchio's uh, this is in the 80, I would say 84, 85, okay, so a little, yeah, around there. So, like, ri Rise of the Arcade, really, like... Yeah, early 80s. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, was going to say, like, late 70s, early 80s was, like, the peak, all peak the pinball yeah, arcade. All the way to the 90s. Yeah, 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 that's it. Early 90s, I would say. Yeah, that's it. Because I, I was, like, I'm... I was born in 83, and when I was, like, already, like, 10, 11, they were, there were less and less arcades. And I that was, like, early, like, 94, 95. I loved arcades, but there was less of them. Like, I remember they're... they're there were two malls in the town I grew up where they both had arcades, then like one had arcade, then none had arcades. Like by the time I was in high school, there were no arcades in town anymore. They were gone. They were just yeah. they were just gone. Well, I got lucky. Yeah, yeah. I was there all the you were, you were, you were in the I you was were right in, in the there, yeah. <laughs> so just to give you like some context of like also how cool it is that they're coming back, I have someone that I work with who's twenty two and never seen a pinball machine until I took them to an arcade. Because it's just like not a thing that he's ever. I guess with. you're born 2001, like unless someone took you to a like arcades are barely a thing, <laughs> first of all. But unless someone took you to a place like this or yeah, it was basically like a it was like a North Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's so. it. But yeah, imagine like it's so weird. Like, we're just like, oh yeah, pinball machine. They're like, what is like, this? Someone's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but it, it's funny you say that. A lot of parents that come here, uh, they bring their eight or nine year old kids. Yeah. They sort of know what it is, mm -hmm. but they just haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once they play it, it's like, it's they, like they master it right away, and they, they get hooked on it. Yeah, yeah. That's they awesome. They love it. I'm going to say, it's I'm like... I'm going to say, did you have anybody ever go like, what is this? Like, Yeah, for sure. So you, yeah. The, younger, the younger people. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, it's pretty, like, if you, if you, other than maybe, like, pulling back the plunger and making it go, like, other than that element, if you look at a pinball machine and you, like, put a quarter into it, you pretty much know what to do. Well, each like each game has a rule set. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, like there, yeah there's but but the but general concept of like yeah to keep okay, the ball in play, I'm keeping the ball in yeah. play, and I'm kind of trying to shoot the blinking thing. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> <They just laughs> like there's rules? Hit the flippers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There <laughs> are rules, believe it or not. There's multiple things, different activation point multipliers, all that. But like the core concept is keep the ball in play, mm -hmm. and if you can aim, aim towards whatever's blinking. Yeah. It's yeah, gonna <laughs> with targets or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's whatever's right. flashing. That's, that's right. Like other than literally starting the ball with the plunger, I feel like you could put a kid in front and say, "Like, I'm gonna shoot the ball. Figure it out, and you're gonna get some idea." Well, your niece also did it. Which one, Carly? Yeah, yeah, no. My niece. Yeah, Cece. Cece played. My cousin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She Sorry, was cousin. Not she niece. was like three. Yeah, three, she's four, three, and she and was able to you, play uh, better than me. I was gonna say if you gotta take it, I'll pause pause the recording. Yeah, three or four, and as soon as she was like, yeah, here, here, these buttons make the flippers go. Okay. She literally played longer than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I hear, I hear them when they play here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh. just flip, keep flipping for the yeah. first couple of minutes until they figure it out. But yeah. They're just flipping, flipping, and then they, they figure it out quickly. Yeah. yeah. And then they start playing. Yeah, she's like, she's like a very, she's like a very analytical little kid though. Like, like she, she got up, she had a little milk crate or whatever to stand on it. And she like watched her parents play for a little bit when they were like, do you want to play? And she was like, no, I'm still, still analyzing. Like I'm still watching it play. Like you want to play now? No. A couple rounds later, she's like, want to play now? She's like, yeah. Okay. Like, and then, then started, you know, it wasn't just like hammering away. She was like, I want to watch yeah. this. See, like, what is this? Because it's completely foreign to me. I'm four, and this makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like, she gra grabbed it right away. Yeah. Um, so how do you make the, the, I guess, the transition between your, your playing pinball and now talking 20, 30 years later, you're repairing and fixing and maintaining pinball machines? I know you mentioned you were a mechanic somewhere in the middle, but was it, like, passion, figuring it out? How does, how does it go it's down? It's definitely a passion. Yeah. And it's got, like you said, a lot of moving parts in there. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted, I just wanted to know what I was playing. Yeah. How the thing? That's I'm, I'm a very curious guy. So, so who, who lets you take apart a pinball machine straight up? Like, how, how, what's the first time you're like, I'm opening this thing up? Like, is it someone lets you? Do you buy one? Like, uh, I actually bought a broken pinball machine. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So uh, I got to figure how it works. And, and then, and then. You started doing it more frequently, or like you're just like you I know what? I, I just let's just start I just this company now. I just jumped right into it, and I spend like countless hours. Yeah, I was gonna say what what year is this roughly? Like, is um, it like pre or post internet? Because I think that's a big question. I was like, it's like it's taking it's apart it's a pinball machine in the '90s. I feel it's way different than maybe in the actually mid in the '90s. I never took one apart. Okay, it, it wasn't in the '90s. I was more interested playing it. Okay, it's only like like maybe six seven years ago. Okay, when I said okay, I, I want to fix them, and I. I they're like 40 years old, yeah, yeah, yeah. the ones I like. So obviously they're all broken. <laughs> <laughs> so I said if I want to have a bunch of pinballs, I got to learn how to fix them. Mm -hmm. So I have a background in electronics okay. and uh, electricity. I had my own electrical company. Mm -hmm. So it's not exactly the same, but, you know, with my car background yeah, yeah. and electricity, uh, mm -hmm. it's like 
nothing different. Yeah, moving you know? parts and wiring and That's stuff. That's right. So it's you're, moving you're, parts. You're coming from it from both both directions. You have you have the mechanical element, yeah. and then you also have the electrical. That's right. And if there's something so. mechanical broken in, I just fabricate another piece, or mm -hmm. if I can't find one, and I, you know, just put it put it back together, and mm -hmm. up we go again. Okay, so like you were you were at least doing it. In the era of internet, where you could like look up what the boards kind of looked like if you wanted to, or, or was it like purely I'm gonna self-taught, look at this, figure it out from? It's it's more self-taught. I'm okay. not more. I'm not like an internet guy. Okay. Okay. I, I, it's like I'm more hands-on guy. That's okay. why I do stuff. If I would spend all my time on internet, I wouldn't be able to do this. Sure, but I was like, <laughs> I, I feel that that would be like, like I'm. He's just thinking of a starting point for himself. Yeah. No. No. That's what I'm saying. Is like I like I I'll take things apart and like and put them back together and I have like certain idea of like how a circuit works and whatever else like that but I'm like I'm hesitant to start moving shit around without like some kind of a diagram in front of me to say okay this goes here this voltage goes here so I, I, that's why I was like I would be too scared <laughs> like well I use diagrams that's for yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I use I use the if I can find the books on whatever I'm working on I yeah, always yeah, look yeah. at it I mean you never know everything but at least but they're like that's what I'm saying when I say internet I'm not necessarily saying Google but like you can find those diagrams I imagine if you if you were trying to like find a diagram for a pinball machine like even 20 years ago would be next to impossible whereas I'm sure now they're not say all available but they're more available and yeah, scan with them accessible. and whatever yeah. Like yeah with the internet that's obviously easier to yeah, find yeah. to find uh, the documentation on each pinball machine that you're yeah. working on mm -hmm. that's for sure yeah what uh, so what, do you remember your first th the first machine was was it uh, you just like picked one up the, like fir the first machine I got was uh, Gottlieb Spirit okay and how what was the like man what was the year of that what was it I was a nine uh, 1982 I believe okay so 1982 and then then well like, it was that like a classic one that you had played before or was this just like the first one you saw that was busted up um you just never played it, it before okay. it was just the first one I got my hands on for cheap mm -hmm. okay and it took me I don't know, maybe six months to get that thing working. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I was like... Mm. You're like, I promise, I've gotten faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did get faster. But I spent a lot of time on that machine. And actually, that's what inspired me to go further. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. So after, after I finished it, after six months, and I gave it a heartbeat, I call it a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow, I can do this now. Right. But that was just the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. did, like, what, like, what moves on from there? Like, I have two, two passive questions. First... Your friends, your family, whatever, are they like, Rob, what are you doing? Why are you working on a machine from 40 years ago? Or were they just like, oh, it's Rob, and that's fine? No, no, <laughs> they were like, what's wrong with Rob? You know, he's, transi <laughs> <laughs> he's transitioning from race cars to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, uh, to pinball machines. <laughs> Something's wrong. But <laughs> in my mind, I say it's the same thing. It's like okay. I need something that just keeps the brain going. Okay. So yeah. it's just easier to pinball machine. Okay. So you don't have to bend your knees. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, like, it's like you have to get physical when you're doing cars and yeah, yeah. Elect electrical too. You're always moving. Yeah, pinball machine, it's 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 your brain moves just yeah. as much, yeah. if not more. Yeah. But uh, your body's like taking it easy. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like I saw uh, I watched the, uh, the 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 full tilt video they have up on up on YouTube with uh, with Mike. Mike and yeah Ben I think Ben. Ben. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Ben Ben who did it. And like they have like like those jacks where they like to lift up the machines and whatever. And I was like, yeah, that looks a lot easier than crawling on your knees, lying on your back, getting all underneath a. Yeah, you and they're, and they're all they're all they're always clean. The machines. The only yeah. thing they have is dust. Yeah, most of it. You know, yeah, that's so about yeah, so it. No, no grease or fuel. Yeah, and we're working into a heated environment all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 just not the same thing. But mm -hmm. it still it still keeps your uh, on your heels. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It still keeps you going. So then, how do you how do you make the? So you're like, okay, I can six seven years ago, I could fix a pinball machine. 
How do you transition to owning a pinball arcade from that? You're like, uh, I need more. Okay. I need more. I want to fix more. I want to fix more. How soon fix after more. you you fix one? How soon after have you ordered your next broken one? Oh, it was. I already had another one. It was, oh. in, <laughs> it was instant. <laughs> <laughs> it was instant. Yeah, yeah. Immediate transition. It was you're, immediate. You're, you're Let's get pinball machines. I feel that once you become the guy who knows how to fix pinball machine, people will start calling you, being like, "Hey, yo, this guy has a busted pinball machine somewhere." Yeah, yeah. they're starting to call now. <laughs> or, or even trying to sell it to you. Be like, oh, finally I can get rid of this thing. So yeah, but where at this point, where where are you keeping them? Where are you storing them? Uh, we have uh, we have a storage in Alfred, okay, which is going to be our museum eventually in the spring. Okay. Oh, so that's that so at cool. Yeah, at this point, have you already reached out and you're starting to make connections in the Canadian pinball scene? Like, we, that's, uh, no, we started we started the work uh, just around COVID. Okay, and then obviously COVID came and we couldn't travel, so yeah. that took a hit, and that's where this shop started because mm -hmm. that was supposed to be an Alfred. That's, yeah. that's my initial plan. Okay, mm -hmm. but you couldn't uh, get there because of everything. Uh, too much traveling, yeah. the border stopping. So I figured, you know, instead of spending four hours on, on the road every day, yeah. I'll be productive. Yeah. So I rented this place and my feet never left after that. <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So you said that you're opening a museum? Yes, we are. We're calling it the museum. There's going to be like uh, a lot of pinball machines, like mm -hmm. 30, 40 pinball machines. Yep. And we're going to integrate uh, classic cars at the same time. Oh, oh cool. cool. So I'm going to bring back my two hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be the dream. Yeah, that's going to come. It's going to come in the spring. Um, but we've got to still do a little bit more of work mm -hmm. to get it up and running. So is it like you can play them or is it just like no, you, can you play see them? them? Oh, You'll okay, cool. Yeah. You when you say museum, I'm thinking like you don't touch shit. Like you just well, look. You look, but you don't touch. No, you got to <laughs> touch it. I mean, it's, it's useless <laughs> if you have something that you can't use. You just right. look at it. That's cool, though. So, so it's all like what they're all like vintage ones, or we're gonna try to stick to the '80s, the the, the latest. Okay. okay. It's gonna be like '80s, and yeah. we're gonna try to get earlier ones. We okay. we do have a, a lot of uh, EM yeah, machines, yeah, yeah. and uh, we're not gonna go to the '90 era. Okay. Just keep it to the early. That's era. awesome. And then like that will be your theme for that place, and then yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So immediately you made me think of um, I don't know if you know that. There's like a video game conference called like the Penny Arcade Expo, and every year when they do it, they do one in Boston every year, and they always set up like a, spe a room at the convention to be like a classic, classic arcade setup. Like they'll they like, they they do what they can in a convention space, but it's like they'll dim the lights, they'll have old school projections, they'll be playing like uh, playing a lot of Rush and like Led yeah. Zeppelin or whatever else, and just like blasting the music and dark. They make it like as dark and as dingy as they can get within a conference space, and it's always like immediate flashbacks like as you as you walk in you see a bunch of pinball machines people playing like dragon lance or whatever on it like yeah it's well th this place uh this place is uh was used to be a restaurant an old restaurant it's been closed for 40 years oh shit yeah so i was gonna like say this was used like to be a restaurant not here in oh, the okay. museum okay okay so that's why we purchased the building yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a time capsule that's amazing so we left uh the bar everything kind of like how yeah it is? The old say a lot of wood wood Finish everywhere and like it's, yeah, the old wood. <laughs> I think the last time it was renovated is probably in the maybe late seventies, early eighties. Oh, oh my god, so that's like amazing! Half, half your interior decor is done. It's, it's done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's done. That's so fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so how do you how do you reach out? To, like I said, how are you, how do you make the connections? I guess with uh, well, ultimately, I guess like your business partners and so on and so forth. Like, does word spread? You're like, hey. I could do. Did you know them before you were working on the pinball machines, or no? I didn't. No, okay. no I, I didn't know them before. It's uh, we meet through uh, the internet, I guess. Like okay. you said, <laughs> internet yeah, is yeah. good for that. Uh, so we met on the internet. So you're just like, hey, I'm I'm fixing up these machines in Montreal, and he's like, I'm fixing up machines in Ottawa. 
And that's no, no, it was actually I called him. I called him for parts. Oh, okay. Oh, for parts. Okay. Yeah, he, had, and he, he had some parts that I needed, and I drove up all the way to Ottawa to get the parts. Mm -hmm. And uh, we didn't start working together till maybe a couple of years after, because I was still busy with my other jobs. Okay. So I sort of, I took like three years to transition into the fully okay. into it. Yeah. Yeah, I just set myself up, uh, gained more knowledge, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, and everybody's calling you crazy still, or or has that changed for you? Um, if people no, are people I don't like I don't speak to those crazy people. <laughs> 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 no, they sort of understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they see what's going on. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. You're like it looks. I'm gonna say as soon as you walk in, you're like, oh, it's real. It's not just Rob being crazy anymore. That's right. <laughs> like, yeah. This is a real shop. I see real machines. People are coming here. There, there's nothing wrong by changing career. Yeah. Of no. Course. Of course, like course it's not. It's never too late. Also, if you find no, like you know what? It motivates me to get up in the morning. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes when you're doing something for too too long, like 20 years or mm -hmm. more. Yeah. You get bored of it. Yeah. It's, it's like the same thing every day. Yeah. You get comfortable and that's not, it's not really good, you know? Yeah. So this, by the time I'll, I'll get comfortable, I'll be, I'll be old. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say though, but also like at a certain point, if you, if you like take, eventually I'm sure eyesight, whatever, like her, her dad used to do, uh, used to do chipsets for like, uh, like military stuff. And for him, he still has the know-how. His eyes, his eyes are failing him a little bit, so he can't do some of the fine. I like how you said it. it's his eyes. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, he has Parkinson's. His eyes and his hands. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say hands. your hands are going to fail, but his eyes also fail. Yeah. He's like, he can't see some of the fine. Like, even when he's telling Andrew what to do, he'll be like, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't see it. I've got to take out the magnifying glass and, yeah. and get in. But you can always he's use a magnifying glass. Yeah. It's he's, just right. he's right. Because yeah. I've noticed yeah. since I've been doing this, yeah. I'm having a hard time seeing. Yeah, because I can still see, but I can see the differences. That's like I have to concentrate. I have to have this too, the magnified glasses. The fine detail work is you're like, I'm yeah, looking at the real small stuff the whole time. But as long as you keep your know-how, I was going to say, though, you, you can you can take on an apprentice. You can still, like, if you wanted to, I'm saying. like It's, it's hard to get an apprentice. Yeah, it's yeah. basically got to be a passion. Yeah. Yeah. I, can't, I can't show the guy a passion. I can't show him how to hold a screwdriver. Yeah, I can't you can't show put him a help wanted or whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. stuff you can show him, but he's got to have a basic knowledge of wanting to do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, hands-on. It's got to be a guy that's already built the machine or whatever, figured it out, and, like, wants to do it. Wants, wants to break to do and it, fix, has, yeah. Has visual, has... Uh, has concept of uh, you know which which what he was removing mm -hmm. you know he's got to have like yeah. a you can't just I get that it's a specific type yeah, of like person my, my dad looks at the same thing like I said he's a machinist where pe people don't do machining anymore you no, know like they don't it, it's not a it's not a thing he's upgraded and got got some some of like the more high tech machines but he's like I still I'll run some of my jobs off of machines that are like almost coming on a hundred years old because. Machine-wise, it's a coiling machine. Like, this mm -hmm. is like it's fine. Like, I don't need a new machine to coil wire. Like, yeah, it does it on its own. But he's like, try to find someone who can. You look at almost the like, like I said, genuinely close to 100 years old. Some of these things are from the like 40s, 50s, not 100 years, but like 60, 70, 80 years old. Your kid off the street is gonna look at this and say, "What are you talking about? This is not. Nobody knows how to use this machine." And my dad's gonna be like, "Well, the certain principles that are the same all across. You're gonna have your plates. You're gonna have your coiler." All that, but yeah, I guess unless you have the passion for it, yeah, you need some kind of a passion. Yeah, so yeah. if you don't, you just can't. You just you can't show it. Yeah, yeah. even if you want to, it's, it doesn't work. So if you're listening so to the episode and you have a passion for it, start working on pinball machines, and then eventually, and then show your work. And then show up, and then go to Rob and say, "Hey, I restored this pinball machine, and now you'll do twice as many restorations because the kid will be good." Yeah, it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> if you so hot. Like also like this the shop area like not shop the pinball Arc area like how does this work? 
Like, do I just c walk in, or do uh, I need a book? No, well, we're on uh, we're on Facebook, we're on uh, yeah. Google, we're everywhere. Well, you do you do some free play nights? I know, like we're we have free play nights every Friday, like from five o'clock to ten o'clock. Mm -hmm. It's fifteen bucks, all you can play. Oh, cool! You have access to sixty games. Okay. And then we have like a family fun Sunday, we call it. Yeah. From eleven o'clock till four, same concept. Mm -hmm. And uh, the kids under five years old, the company one paying adult is five dollars, and it's yeah. ten dollars for every additional one. So mm -hmm. it's like. You can have a fun five hours for very cheap. That's, yeah. that's really cool. That's why I was like, I was trying to figure out Sarah where your, your coin like machine is. <laughs> she's like, Sarah's like, I, I sp I'll pay, you know, she's like, I pay $5 for five minutes on a lot of yeah. these <laughs> 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 yeah. games. You know, it's not, it, 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 it's, it's not really about the money. Mm -hmm. I just give back yeah. Yeah. to what I was used to. So it's like for me, yeah, obviously you need the money to pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. But I don't need to... I don't need to charge but on, like on a crazy given, like prices. On a, on a given yeah. night, like I said, are, are you guys open? Like, other than Fridays and Sundays, are those the only times? That's you really the only times in? we're open. Or for by, now. I guess, reservation if you're a private event. Or That's whatever. right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because it's my shop. Yeah. So I was gonna say it's like part shop, part arcade. I guess. Yeah, right? it's so. it's it's my shop because the, the 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 corridor here in the middle gets full of machines during the week. Mm -hmm. And when I open the arcade, I gotta move them all back here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> See, we're tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're currently. We're currently the in the shop yeah, of the we're shop. we're currently in like the <laughs> backdrop of the area, surrounded by machines and uh, Rob's workbench. So <laughs> yeah, we're in we're in here and it's a little cozy. Yeah, and then during the week, even though I would like to open when I'm here, yeah, the, the only problem I have is if I get a phone call and I have to go. Yeah, yeah like, you know, if a customer calls me or I got to go buy a machine or I need a part. Yeah, yeah. I can't just sit here and. Yeah. So that's so why. So it's basically I don't open. like Friday, Sundays, and yeah. then. That's right. By so Friday nights. I do all the cleanup, yeah. set it up for the arcade. That's so fun. And then Saturday is closed. It stays clean. Yeah. And then back on Sunday and then Monday back to the routine. Yeah. I was going to say, I like. Well, now I know what I'm going to plan for and something. Is, if, if the <laughs> price is right, if someone wants to walk in and, and offer you for a machine, are some of them for sale, some of them not for sale? or uh, Some are for sale and some yeah. are not for sale price. Okay. Which some of them are yours. You're, you're no, they're everything's for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Every, oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure if the price is right, everything is for sale. But you have a couple sale. that you're not looking to necessarily let go, but if we'll the offer's go, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but our prices are not like any other price like you see like on Marketplace or anything. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we warranty. All our machines have like uh, 40 to 60 hours of yeah. actual work, each yeah. one, mm -hmm. to get it at the stage that it's at. Yeah. And they all have like... We're giving it a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we change a lot of parts. Mm -hmm. like we upgrade it. So they yeah. have like... It's like a new machine in the yeah, a new in machine in an old case. body. Yeah. yeah, and if it lasted for the first forty years, twenty years in storage, yeah, it's gonna last another Makes sense. Yeah. double Makes sense. playing yeah. it. And even then, also like you said, if you mentioned like a warranty, that's just I think having having those like uh, I mean like we're talking Montreal Pinball Arcade, but I guess like the Pinball Medics is the the other brand that's around. So even if it's not one of your machines and stuff, well, Pinball Medics is our machines. Yeah. yeah. I was saying, but if I have a machine, can I call you guys? Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what we do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know you guys build your machines, but I was like, but you also, you fix and repair. And if you mm. have a, so if you're listening and you have like an old pinball machine, kicking around in your basement or something, which I feel like my dad is now gonna be like, who do I know who has a pinball machine? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of every five houses has a pinball machine. Honestly, sitting there. we uh, were yeah. like. We, when we bought our place, we we're just like, where can we get one? Where can we put one? We do not have the space. Can we get one? Yeah, we don't. We live in a small. We live in a condo in Point Saint Charles. Like, there's really no space for pinball machines. I think they have some sitting up pinball machines. <laughs> <laughs> the older ones. Yeah, that's it. I, I honestly, I saw one of them that like it wall mounts and pulls out. Okay. So some guy like built a built a rig, so it's like it can store vertically, but then has like a sliding down situation on it. 
You guys are close. You don't need a pinball machine. I know. We don't <laughs> need it now. We're just going to come pinball. here. Yeah, well, that's, that's what it. I said. I was like, now I know what my plans are on Fridays and Sundays. <laughs> come here, drop 15 bucks. And yeah. And you play. All play you can a play. bunch of pinball. My, cousin, uh, my cousins used to take me to, uh, or, yeah, my cousins used to take me to the mall. I'm going to take my nieces to the pinball machine <laughs> after lunch on uh, Sundays. Yeah, so the other question before we said before we get to our, we do like a segment towards the end of the show is, do you have, like, like a holy grail machine? Is there a machine where you would like? I'd love to restore that. Something that's been kicking around. Something, any anything where you're like, that would be fun to fun to get that up in working order. Because uh, I know I a lot of car guys have that that yeah. car that they want to work on but haven't gotten around to it yet. I got some of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the pinball machines. Um, I try to do them when okay. I when, when I get up in the morning and I say I would like to have that one. I just go out and get it done. I was gonna say, is that, are they that? I guess with the internet and stuff, are they that available that if you're really looking for something, you're not like, it's not going to look that hard or like... Oh, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you said, the price. Yeah, yeah. Depends where it is. <laughs> Most of them are in the States, but you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I was going to say, what's the... the not, not, not necessarily craziest might not be the right word, but it's like, have you ever gone through, you're like, okay, that was... I went after that one. I had to go. I tried to travel. Shipping was a pain in the ass, but it was worth it. I uh, Actually, I did. I did like almost... Three years of traveling with my wife. Okay. Just picking up pinball machines in the States. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were making trips at the same time. Yeah. That, that sounds That's like so my, fun. my dad's dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we used to stay uh, We used to stay over 48 hours. So we yeah. were, we instead of paying the government the taxes, we used to enjoy the motels and stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah that's it. But no, we went all over the States and get pinball machines. That's so cool. And then when COVID hit, we stopped doing that too. Yeah. yeah. I was going to so say, what was that show? Uh, that, that's so fun. Like that you're able to like make a trip out of it too. And like a whole experience, not just picking a like so going up and driving yeah, back say, and forth. Farthest you went? Like, did you like? Uh, the farthest I went would be um, probably Pennsylvania. Okay, so Pennsylvania. So area. nothing crazy. You're not like driving nothing out to crazy. Nevada. No, ten hours. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. no, Nevada. No, it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I was like, yo, if you make like you get a U-Haul and you just go like back and forth, <laughs> take two three weeks of driving and come back with a bunch of pinball machines. <laughs> I went to Chicago to pick up car parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like because it reminds me of. Um, there's that show American Pickers, yeah, or whatever. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's like yeah, yeah, the, guy, the guys go all like it's one of my dad's favorite shows. <laughs> is he's just like they go to all these like swap meets and flea markets or whatever else like that, looking for those those one things. And I was like, I feel that looking for pinball machines might get there in like that that. Element. They they like, do have uh, pinball like like uh, Allentown and yeah, yeah, yeah. they have uh, those swap meets. Yeah, well, oh, swap bad. meets pinball. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say because we go down to uh, or used to. Why am I blanking? Lake George. Lake George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Lake George, I think is. They I have. Mean, they have. I'm like sure some there's there's other parts, sh- but yeah. it's like the only part of America that I'm like familiar with where you still have rows of arcades, like the classic like skee ball, pinball machines, whatever else. And you're like, oh, I'm on this, I'm on a road, and there's an arcade every couple blocks, and you're like, I'm in the 80s or something like. I what? guess the rent is cheaper there than here. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, sure. I, g- I think it's because it's kind of like a summertime yeah. spot. You're like, you also see like a hundred mini golf places there. You know, like you're like, okay, I guess it's fun. There's all yeah. kinds of stuff to do. People are coming out here. All right. Uh, so we talked about it. Montreal pinball. I have the. F- oh, oh, I okay. have a phone too. Ma- Want to get all the plugs in before we hit Sorry. five questions? So Montreal pinball arcade coming down Friday nights or Sundays. That's right. Uh, if you're booking a private event, I guess Montreal Pinball Arcade on uh, Facebook is the best way to reach out. You could reach out, yeah, Facebook, or you just call me here. Yeah. Um, the only the only time we don't rent the arcade, like, for private is when we're open to the public. Yeah. 
So any other time. And even then, if the price is right, Rob said, if the price is right. I don't know about that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you were like, if you're like a high rolling movie star and you need a Friday night, I'm sure Rob will make you a price. If they're not too loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then obviously, like, if you're looking to look by the machines and stuff, it'd be Pinball Medics. Pinball Medics. Okay. Just look on the site. We okay. have all the machines that are, that are up for sale. Mm -hmm. And if you're ever looking for something that's not there, just give us a shout. Okay. And we can find one. And I guess on that Pinball Medics also, if you have a machine in your garage and you want it restored, yes. I guess you guys get a quote, they will, you'll figure it out. And yeah, it's not a problem. Just give us a shout. We'll yeah. give you a quote on the phone, like a basic quote. Yeah, Usually yeah. stick to it because yeah. we've done a lot of them, so we yeah. know what it takes. As soon as yeah, I was going to say, it's like, yeah, we have, depends we have on the level of this repair, what's broken, what's right. we have yeah. We have a system in place which uh, has to be, uh, we got to go through that process no yeah. matter what yeah. in order for the pinball to be good forever yeah, yeah. so well, that's what i was gonna say i was like it's like almost anybody else i'm sure you pay a, a certain rate to get it up and running and then you go from there if you want to go keep going i guess like. yeah that's right <laughs> or it's in worse condition than you said uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah so we close off uh, every episode we ask uh, five questions so it's the same three questions that all of our guests question four is from our last guest didn't know it was you and question five, so you have it in the back of your head. Question five is, what question do you want to ask our next guest? We don't know who the next guest is. You don't know. So it's basically, what question do you want to ask a total stranger <laughs> is question five. So have that in the back of your head uh, while we wrap it up. Sarah, you want to start it off? Uh, I didn't want to do this one because okay. I don't like this one. Sarah doesn't like this one. Okay, <laughs> I'll start it off. So, Rob, the question is, what's your hottest take? So, like, hot take of the moment. Like, what's, your, uh, what's an opinion you have where you're like, hey, you know... This is this is my take on this. Not a hot like it doesn't have to be of all time or anything. Just something uh, something recently where you're like, hey, this should be different, or I like that better than this. Like in the pinball stuff. Anything, anything could be could be pinball, could be life, could be Montreal traffic. Yeah, I think the young generation should get should get off that phone, mm -hmm. spend their time on that phone, and find a passion no matter what it is whether it's music whether it's writing or singing or playing whatever they want to do and just keep doing it yeah all the time just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it that's and good. eventually you're gonna master it we were we've been, we've been talking that's a been a topic that we've been talking about like recently yeah a lot where we're just like because we talk about like technological advancement and stuff and we're saying it's weird not weird but like the smartphone came out and then like technology stopped getting better like you know we, you know what i mean like you look at the smartphone from like 2007 and you look now, it's not that different. Maybe the camera's nice and the screen is different. But like you look at 15 years from 2007 was like 1995 or whatever. And I was like, hey, we had a lot more technology in 2007 than we did in 1995. But between now and 2007, it doesn't seem the same. Like it's like they, they put the little brainwashing toy in our hand <laughs> and then stopped giving us something. Like, we, don't, we don't have flying cars. We didn't cure cancer. No. We didn't do nothing. We put smartphones in people's hands and we stopped. We, <laughs> we took away the street smarts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's we exactly. We put you know, uh, you can have the fastest phone, the latest phone. If, you, if you're, stuck at the, you're stuck at the corner of the street yeah. and you have no street smart, you <laughs> don't know what to do. You're just yeah. stuck Your there. phone's you're batteries are dead. Your my battery's <laughs> dead. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like that. So, yeah, get out. Get out. Do something. Yeah, just yeah. do it. <laughs> All right, I like that question now. I changed my mind. Okay. You want to ask question two? Yeah. Um, who's your favorite Sesame Street star? Yeah. So when you're what? So it's <laughs> the, 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 the it's we went through this. This has been a topic of much debate. <laughs> you're a kid. There's Sesame Street. Who's the guy that you're tuning in for? <laughs> well, basically. 
I wasn't watching Sesame Street. <laughs> I'll bet. I was like, I was like, you're one of our older guests. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's what I was we like. We weren't even allowed to have a TV. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Sesame control? Street's got to be, there, there has to be a Sesame Street pinball machine. It's just like, uh, I don't even know if there is one. That's crazy. It'd be like one of the only things that there wouldn't be. Well, I don't like Sesame Street, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I never watch it. I used to watch other stuff, but not there that. There what you were go. you watching instead of Sesame yeah, Street? Yeah, what were you uh, watching instead? Golderak. Oh, oh Goldarak, yeah, yeah. I don't That's know what that is. It's like a, it was like an anime, but they did it in like French and English. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's oh, cool. Some robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. All like it was giant, giant robot like yeah, Japanese, yeah. That's Japanese, Japanese animation stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm That's completely different. It is completely different. But I was gonna say you're a little bit older because I was gonna say like yeah, Sesame Street's late seventies, early eighties. I know that. You're I already a teenager coming up in that. I I just never gravitated towards that. Yeah. Puppet stuff, you know. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't know. None of the Muppets and whatever. I was taking, I was taking, uh, I was taking the laundry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the dishwasher apart, and the yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, question three. Or go ahead. Oh no, I'll go ahead. You can go. Um, yeah, can you say Sir Ag's last name? <laughs> Just bugging you. Um, so, what piece of media has been formative in your life? So that's like to say, like a song you heard, a book you read, a movie you watched. Something where you're saying like, "Hey, that's that's inspiring to me," like for whatever reason. So like, album, concert, book, movie. There's something that was like you're like, "Hey, that." I would say Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah, one. he's still kicking. Still kicking, and that, I mean that's also a good one, right? Like, is your leads frontman of Black Sabbath going yeah. all the way through? Then he does his solo stuff. Then he does Ozfest. So it never changed. It yeah, was always yeah. he was good throughout his whole career. He yeah. just. Uh, the way I see it, it's like it's a passion for him. Yeah. yeah, and he just keeps going and doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah, it's like always been like him too. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's not like different persona of no. him in yeah, every yeah, band. No. Regardless of what people were saying, he yeah. just kept on going yeah. and yeah. did his stuff the best he knows how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it works. And it like it's the good, like solid, like working class guy who was just so like, yep, I'm gonna start rocking and just <laughs> just go with it. So I, I was gonna say, so if you're we mentioned that we mentioned Metallica. We mentioned Ozzy yeah. Osbourne. I see an ACDC poster up on the wall. So was that like metal music? I guess was like that's my music. That, yeah. that's rock the music, music and rock and metal. And after the metal music, yeah, 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 sort of switch over a little bit. But so I, yeah, I, I yeah. still so, so side side three B question. What what was your favorite concert you've been to? My favorite concert would um, or like a top two or three if it's a well, I've seen a, a lot high. of oh, I've seen a lot of <laughs> concerts. <laughs> I'd have uh, a hard time picking one also. So that's what I'm saying. If here's a short list. I think the li the latest Aussie concert was good for me. Okay. That did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I I, I so. Like I said, he was still he was still up and kicking at that age. Yeah. yeah. It's like it inspires me. He says, you know what? I'm going to give it another 20 years myself. Yeah. One Why of not? One of I, I've never seen Aussie live, but one of my buddies went to go see when they did the Black Sabbath reunion. They were headlining mm -hmm. OzFest. So this would be early 2000s, I want to say, when they did the Black Sabbath reunion. And he was saying was like not to say a dark time for metal but he was like it was not a great time for metal because he was like a lot of the other people that like at uh, at Ozfest were like Slipknot and whatever a lot of that like rage rock stuff and he was saying and you had Black Sabbath like headlining the day and he was saying how many people were like leaving the like the concert like the festival venue while like Black Sabbath was playing and he was like look I don't care who you are like you might not even know Black Sabbath, but you should sit there and watch Black Sabbath because, like, what what are you doing with your time if you're not going to sit there and watch the like some of the guys that essentially like made metal? That's right. <laughs> yeah. like what it is, you're like they it might not be. Way. Yeah, it might not be your favorite thing, but like maybe watch history a little bit and don't just leave because Slipknot finished playing or whatever it is. Like, 
Yeah. Pat Pat gets so mad at that all the time. I know. Uh, I would too. Question four from uh, Montreal comedian uh, Sarag Maledian. You said you wanted to say it. I just said I'll say Sarag's last name. Yeah, that's fine. It's okay. just I didn't. I actually just didn't know what he does, so it was good that you introduced yeah, your last guest. <laughs> um, so his question was, what is the moment that scared you the most? Like scary moment in life. So could be like a th- – he's a comedian, so he was talking about stage fright. But then we ended up talking about moments where he was like, oh, I scared for my life, like I spun out my car or whatever have you. So it's, it's however however you however want to interpret, interpret like it. scare scary. It could be scared to – do something or it could be oh shit I nearly flipped my car or whatever it was that's a good question <laughs> uh, I'm sort of a, dur- a daredevil so <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot for me to get scared but I would probably say uh, maybe when I was um, well, around 16 years old and I had my winter car because back in the day we used to have a summer car and a winter car already <laughs> that's how it starts yeah and I was driving up here in the Ville Marie tunnel and I, I came into the tunnel very quick, very fast. Yeah. Like fast. I was probably driving 130 kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> and I did That's a little fast. And I was shaving that wall. Like I was all the, 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 throughout the whole tunnel. Yeah. The car just didn't handle it. It was, too, it was just too much for a little. It was a Pinto. Oh, sh- oh. <laughs> A little Pinto. Like a shoebox. So that one I kept me on my heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> white, white knuckles. Like, why am I sweating so much? <laughs> I says, what am I doing? Yeah, that's kind of insane. <laughs> And I was going to say, plus you're on winter tires, which aren't handling great either. Like, well, like we, to had, we, we had winter tires, but a 16-year-old winter tires. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, four tires for 20 bucks that yeah, somebody yeah, threw yeah. out in the garbage somewhere. <laughs> so winter tires, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the ones without any trends. Had the logo. <laughs> had the yeah, logo that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was like, you, you're uh, the era of winter car and summer car. We yeah. didn't even need winter tires back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It was four seasons. Yeah, you had four seasons. Four seasons was good back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I guess well, Four Seasons was good until recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. Now they, you're, it's got to be like there's like it's Four Seasons with the the, the snowflake tag is it needs okay. needs snowflake, yeah. But. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense because it does make a difference. Oh, no, for sure. Like so it's, uh, that's, that's actually a good law, you know. No, oh, 100%. Like, I mean, and that's like we just saw it two weeks ago. Like, yeah. snowstorms come out of nowhere and the people that, a lot of people didn't have their snow tires or good snows on. And you're like, you. You're stuck and you're accidents. Yeah, there was a lot of accidents actually. People, my hot take of the moment is I feel people forgot how to drive during the pandemic. Like I think that everybody stayed at home. I forgot. I think people just forgot to know how to be people. Fair enough. (laughs) Like I was, I was, I was like driving to work a couple weeks ago, and the like it was nonsense like just like people burning reds like like i literally there was a delivery truck that just like got up on the sidewalk and cut off and then like drove out and i was like and there's so like, many cars going down one-way streets the wrong yeah, way cars th- like we live on a one-way cars turn down a one-way and it's like, a park yeah yeah like like, like a kid's you, you park used to like see it once in a park. while but i was like how am i seeing this on the regular people have like just yeah for it's forgot how to drive the cell phone probably on their they're phone. on their cell phone yeah, yeah, yeah i see yeah. them they're on their cell phone and they're just doing whatever yeah and delivery guys Nothing are probably attention. on their phone looking at the address looking yes. at whatever else and but so they're not paying attention to the street and yeah, order people yeah, yeah. or the cars yeah. and and like i said i think that it i maybe it's because i stopped driving during the pandemic doing lockdown and everything but like since i started driving again downtown i'm like oh people are just shittier driving than they were five years ago like well, sometimes I'm looking for addresses too on the phone, and I can see my driver is not the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, as yeah. soon as you look down, like yeah, like you like look down and you look up, and you're oh. you're, you're on the shoulder, you know, and you're like, hang on. Yeah. All right, so Rob, what uh, what question do you want to ask our next guest? So, uh, complete stranger, and we'll answer it also. 
Okay. Just, uh, uh, so ask, ask us. We'll ask the next guest. <laughs> I guess how did he get? It, how did he get into what he's doing? Ah. What brought him to? How did you get into what you're doing? It's a good one. What it is a good one. Like what? What? I'll let you go first. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, like in the broader sense of like, uh, like passions and whatever else. Yeah, like that, your passion is easy. Yeah, no, I'm saying just like podcasting and whatever else. It was almost 11 years ago. Uh, I always like. I always loved uh, like late night radio, like where you had like a like a real DJ who was like who would not necessarily talk a bunch, but like would tell you things as much as they would be playing music, and they teach you like tell you this is the song, this is why I'm playing the song. I used to love that. My dad used to have, uh, which he later gave to me, like a couple old shortwave radios. You could find the craziest shit on shortwave broadcasting of people who were like pirate radio stations, whatever else. I used to love that stuff, and I was always in my head. I was literally like, I would love to have a radio show, but then I know some people in Montreal that work in radio. It's not that fun to do it for real, <laughs> ultimately. Like, it's like you got to get your advertisers. You got to do this. You got to do that. They don't let you say whatever you want. They don't let you talk however you want. So then when, like, podcasting kind of started out where you're like, oh, hey, if I just get a couple of good mics and a mobile recording system, I can build my audience and find it, and then I can just do radio shows however I want to do radio shows. So that was a pretty much how I was like, okay, I can do radio shows, but like cutting out the, cutting out the actual station and advertisers, and I don't need to be accountable to who is going to be my guest. I, felt, I was like, oh, Montreal Pinball Arcade seems cool. I'll call you up and I'll have you on the show. The end. I don't need to check with a producer or like anybody. I can just do what I want. So that was really like what drew me in was being able to do a radio show that I would want to listen to as as a kid growing up listening to old radio shows. Not that everybody does, but people listen to podcasts now, so Yeah. There's more than you think. Oh, yeah. There's more than you think. Although I I know how many podcasters that yeah. are <laughs> there like I said we're we're lucky we've been doing it. We got in like literally early. We've been doing it almost 11 years. We're, this is close to our 300th episode. Mm. So like we've been doing it long enough that like I said we have we have a Montreal listener base and all that stuff. Nowadays, like you said, there's a lot of there's them, so and, they, and they start up, and they die, and they start up, and they die. We're pretty consistent every two weeks for over 10 years. So that's great. That's it. So people who are subscribed to us, they know what they're getting, and we're, we're happy about that. But that it was literally like, I want to listen. I want to make something that I would want to listen to. I wanted it to be like Montreal-centric. So, again, DIY stuff, figuring out mics, figuring out setups, figuring out audio interface, figuring out what mics work, how I can record in a get a setup because everybody's like oh you need a studio to record in and i was like well i don't want to have to sit there and record in a studio i want to be able to bring my gear to someone and record wherever they are like you have to come to my house in a soundproof room i was like no. i don't have that space and who's going to want to do that all the time so figuring out how to record here with ambient noise and everything was another whole trick but uh, you figured it out though. yeah yeah exactly it took us a while some trial and error different setups and whatever else but yeah we, we figured it you out like the tinker exactly we worked it out and because that was it. I was like, it has to sound good. Yeah. That was like right away. Like some people like were recording podcasts on their literally the microphone on their phone, and I was like, no, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't want to listen to this, so my podcast can't can't sound like this. No. It's kind of like what you said, where you're like, this is like anything that you touch is gonna last a long time. Yeah. Because yeah. you care about it. Yeah. And that's the thing that you care about. Mm. Kind of like that. Well, we take pride in it. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, how you slice it, you, you, there has to be pride. Because if you don't have the pride. You can't yeah. get the job done. Yeah. You're just passing on another torch to somebody else, you know? So it's like, I want to do what I need to do, get paid for it, 
but I need to give him something in return. Yeah, so for I sure. So I give him a piece of what I, my knowledge mm -hmm. leaves with the machine every time. Yeah. And it's fun when you meet these people. Like, you're always going to meet these people down the line somewhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll probably run into the same person two years from now. And he's yeah. going to say, hey, Rob, uh, we're still playing that machine you fixed. Or, you know. Yeah. That's cool. So that's like, that's the reward yeah. for what you're doing. So you say, you know, I'm not wasting my time. I'm actually... Giving like it. giving, yeah. Yeah, and I'm getting paid for it too at the same time. So yeah, that's even It's a win-win. You're living it's the dream, exactly. It's not just a hobby. <laughs> it's like your career now, and that's yeah, great because you, you and you get to like you said, you get to see these people again and like. That's right. Bring a little bit of happiness. Yeah, because these say, games are fun. They bring <laughs> a lot of happiness. Yeah, yeah. I know. I they say, bring if you're they're so fun. Passion, you're set. They're so fun. But yeah. how do you how do you figure out your She's a she's a more of a business lady though. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, do I go with, like, I don't really have hobbies, but I like experiences. And then I was like, or do I go to the work route? I guess I can do the work route. You also, you like you do love to cook, also. Yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the same. She's an excellent cook, by the way. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I would say uh, the most thing that I put passion in is work. Yeah. And it's like the reason, and it's kind of lame to say that, but right. it's like I knew I never want to have my own business, but I want to help, like, I want to work with people and give them, like, careers and, like, help them out. So I, I work in a lot of startups um, and a lot of, like, young people so I can, like, get what I got from my first boss, which mm -hmm. was, like, showing you you can actually do it and push you to it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was cool because it's, like, a different life skill. If that's the path that you want to take. It's like you said, you got to like want to do it. Yeah. But it is a different life skill than and like common sense isn't common sense anymore kind of thing. It is. And you're saying, <laughs> yeah, it's it's legit. And like that's common that's sense is like a superpower now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, this guy's normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's like the kind of stuff that I like to try to bring is like forget about like what you read. It's like what makes sense and why. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of lame to say that it's work and it's business. You say being a mentor, Sarah. But, yeah, it's you really... You like to mentor. I like to mentor. Yeah. 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 It's, it's hard to mentor, though. Yeah. Not it is. Not everybody wants to listen. No. no not but everybody wants to listen. And honestly, also, it's not everybody, like... They have to want it, like you said. Yeah, they got to want it. So, that's it. It's like I kind of cut it off when I know that they're, like, it's not worth it. But you also need to, like... But the flip side of it <laughs> is, like, not to say I can't mentor, but it's, like, I need to, like... A lot of times I need to, like, have the time, have the energy, have whatever. Like but it's not your passion. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. But, my, like I said, it's like I can, like, I just, they just threw me at work, <laughs> like, at my day job. Just like, oh, like, the you got to, like, onboard this guy. And I was like, I don't have time for this. And I was like, it's not the guy's fault. Like, I have nothing against the guy. But I'm just like, it's that, that doesn't excite me the way, like, for her. She's like, oh, I'm I like, do, I do want to onboard someone yeah. and show them the ropes and, like, yeah. figuring. Like, like last year yeah. I hired 45 interns. And, like, worked with about a third of them. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. It's, like, setting them up makes me feel like I'm doing something because I don't <laughs> have other passions, like, yeah. to put into. I'll say she's an amazing cook. That's all I can say. She doesn't want to say it's a passion. It's not because I don't – anyway, whatever. <laughs> you, she's, like, the type of person – like, I'm, I'm garbage in the kitchen. But, like, she's the type of person who can, like, look at your fridge, see the couple things, see a few seasoning, and she'll put together a meal. I'll be like – 
blows my mind right away. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I would have just ordered hot dogs or whatever. <laughs> like, that would have been me. Well, I like order hot dogs. Order hot dogs. <laughs> you could. I, guess, I know. <laughs> but that <laughs> would be like the most disgusting thing to receive, Cole. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll come with a guy with a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to burn all the red lights, <laughs> go the opposite way, one direction, and you'll get your hot dogs. Exactly. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for doing this. It was awesome. It was a good chat. It was nice to meet you guys. You Likewise. Too. I'm sure you won't. Um, you're going to see me a yeah, little more Yeah, I was going to say, you definitely have come anytime you want. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, my God. For sure. Seen, you haven't seen The Last of Us for sure. Sarah, I'm sure we'll I can't stop smiling this whole time. I've just been staring at the machines <laughs> <laughs> and lights. <laughs> Thanks so much, Rob. <laughs> Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, We really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, Please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show at all you can go to uh, patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way it really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part we're really not trying to make a profit on this um and also if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show you can uh, contact us either on facebook or on twitter there's a bunch of ways to find us uh and uh, and let us know and if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out maybe you can be the next person who uh comes on the show and uh, plugs something a uh, big thank you as always to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude who provided our theme songs and of course a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show uh, Walter J. Ling who is technically retired but still sometimes hosts uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Corber and uh, Ines Anaya uh, all, are all amazing co-hosts and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening thank you for choosing Go Plug Yourself uh, as one of your from the millions of podcasts and have a beautiful day Thank you. 905.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.